Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. And it is one cleanly. 2 Ovechkin. That can't pass to Kuznetsov. He gets a shot in. Leonard's going to play it. Leave it for McNabb. Four seconds left. And tied up along the far side. The Vegas Golden Knights and Robin Leonard have come into the districts and shut out the Capitals for the first time this season. Final score, one to nothing. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals can't solve Robin Leonard in a loss to Vegas. Power play still showing signs of life, but now they need results. And San Jose in tomorrow night for the final home game in the month of January. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, January 25th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Too much Robin Leonard. Even when the Capitals could get through the neutral zone at 5-on-5 last night, Leonard was a wall, making 34 saves, his first shutout of the season. And the Capitals, the first time they've been blanked all season. They've now lost 7-10 in the month of January. one nothing. the final Ben last night on a frustrating night at 7th and F. Yeah, first off, you credit Robin Leonard, your first star last night, and deservedly so, turning aside all 34 shots. Capitals threw his way. He was very good, very positionally sound, wasn't giving up a lot of space, using that big frame to his advantage. And that said, from a camp's perspective, you wonder, too, the opportunities. More so early on in the game, John, I thought maybe the first period and change really weren't getting a whole lot from the interior. It was the difference compared to Vegas. Vegas was getting the the bulk of their opportunities from in close rebound opportunities, those chances, you know, in the high danger areas. The Capitals, conversely, weren't necessarily getting those same opportunities, I thought, particularly early on. And really, five-on-five, even the strength play, we know the Capitals have had issues on the power play, but five-on-five offensively, you know, with the exception of, you know, Alex Ovechkin and some of the headliners, it's, it's dried up. We've really been looking for the secondary scoring and some more finish across the board, not just last night against Vegas, but really over the last little stretch in which the Capitals have experienced this, uh, this lull of late. I mean, that seems like the theme a little bit. Good looks and no goal. So at the end of the day, one of us just has to put it in the net. You know, that's our that's our job. That's why we're out there. So we've been generating a lot of good looks on the power play. Just They're not going in, so we got to find a way to, to bear down and, and put it in the back of the net. That's Tom Wilson after the game last night against Vegas. Consistency and results. That's what the Capitals are not getting right now. Breakouts, establishing a forecheck. Power play, goaltending, all of it needs attention as the team moves into the second half. And a lot has been made of the fact that the Capitals have not lost back-to-back games in regulation all season. And that's good because you're pulling points, you're not going to any long droughts, and you're not getting standings points and credit where credit is due on that. But they haven't won back-to-back games in January, and they have only done it once, Ben, since December 6th, the win over Nashville and the win at Detroit right before the new year and getting into January. It hasn't all been bad, but it has all been inconsistent, and they got to get better across the board in a lot of areas right now. 
No, you're right. It hasn't all been bad. And Peter Laviolette lauding the play of the team defensively and certainly only allow one goal to Vegas. And think back to Saturday against the Ottawa Senators after a shaky start. They settled things down and were very stingy defensively for large stretches of that game against Ottawa. Defensive play, you know, you could look at that as a positive of late. But again, certainly looking to get the offensive game back on track and just more cohesiveness as a unit. You know, you reference the, the four check and sustained pressure in the offensive zone. You know, once they do ultimately break through the neutral zone, are they getting enough sustained pressure in the offensive zone? And of late, uh, the answer to that has been no. You know, in terms of the consistency, been individuals who have shown flashes. And of note, Vitek Vanacek, the past couple of games, you put him in that good column, talking about somebody looking to get his game on track and show a consistent effort. I mean, he was the hard luck loser last night, but you're right. It's just you've got bits and pieces and just not necessarily all coming together as a cohesive unit over a 60-minute effort. Mentioned this in the post game last night, and I think it's worth mentioning again here. On the other side, Chandler Stevenson and his evolution since he was in Washington, and how much I believe the 2018 run meant to his career. He was a fourth line, third line player, never really sniffed the top six, quite frankly, didn't deserve to be in the top six when he was here. He was in the role that he should have been in on a team that was a Stanley Cup winner. But I am so impressed, and I loved your conversation with him that you had yesterday on Caps Game Day and snippets of it, of course, during the broadcast last night. I feel like he's grown into something because of the opportunity that he had in Washington. I loved his game last night. I think he's confident. He's always skated well, but he's always creating offensive opportunities. I thought that he certainly belongs in the top six on a very good hockey team, and he is. And that evolution, it's kind of fun to look back now at what happened in 2018 and some of those things that you see even years down the road now with a guy like Chandler Stevenson, that meant a whole lot to his career. And I think it changed him and made him a better hockey player. The impressive thing to me, John, is that he's doing it with a Stanley Cup contender in the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, sometimes you would think of a young player on a Stanley Cup championship team like the Capitals. Maybe that player moves on, but he moves to a rebuilding team, a non-playoff contender. In other words, a team that lacks talent in certain areas and as a result you move up the depth chart this wasn't like this from the moment he joined Vegas this is an annual Stanley Cup contender with a whole lot of star power and he has seemingly fit in with the stars playing primarily when healthy on a line with Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty he has centered the top line in Vegas and yes there was an appetite still to add more elite center depth there when they went out and acquired Jack Eichel, but that could potentially even help Stevenson moving forward. If he moves down again, second or third line center, maybe he gets more favorable matchups, but he's somebody who has excelled in Vegas, you know, on that first power play unit. He was very active on the penalty kill last night for a Golden Knights PK unit, which went five for five and shorthanded, led all Vegas forwards in ice time last night. And he's doing a lot of heavy lifting now. That's a thin team up front. They're dealing with the injury bug. And lo and behold, he's the leading scorer for a division leader in a Stanley Cup contender in Vegas. Hats off to Chandler Stevenson, who has really taken advantage of a change of scenery and realized some real potential there. The power play, 0 for last night and now 0 for 13 going back the last few games. And the five on three, they had a lot of really good looks. They should have scored. Tom Wilson, we heard what he said earlier. I'm not saying the progress hasn't been there because it has been. I think we've seen these last couple of games. I know you and I agree on that, that you are seeing steps toward 
getting things on track. When you are just when you run into a hot goaltender last night, what are you going to do? You're, it's going to happen some nights. It's just that the frustration is a little more hair trigger thin, even for players now. I think because it's not like they don't feel it. It's not like they don't know that it's been a struggle. And when it's not going in against a guy like Robin Leonard last night, at some point, Ben, if say all of that to say this, if it's tomorrow against San Jose, if it's Dallas Friday, Pittsburgh, Edmonton, sometime before the break, you want to see some progress. You've seen that, but you want to see results. And we haven't seen that yet. No. And again, at least I feel like we're starting to sound like a broken record, but at least the past two games, yes, the opportunities have been there. I know Tom Wilson, who we heard from earlier is downplaying that it's enough with the opportunities and the looks they got to have the finish. But, you know, I, I recall something Bruce Boudreaux used to say in these parts, he was talking big picture with a team when they were either on a losing streak or a winning streak, but he would often say at the end of a losing streak, you're starting to play better maybe at the end of a losing streak, and you can see signs that it's going to turn. Similarly, maybe at the end of a lengthy winning streak, you know, you're starting to see cracks in your game that it's, a, it's about to come to a crashing end. In this instance with the power play, it's been a drought. It's been a very lengthy lull. But maybe, just maybe, we are starting to see signs that there is life there. And to Tom Wilson's point, you can't hold your hat on, on chances and looks for so long, but it's been two games, and maybe starting tomorrow night against San Jose, you start to get the finish and you start to get it consistently because, again, for years, the power play unit with this personnel has been one that you could count on, you could rely on for at least a goal, almost seemingly on a nightly basis, a top, top power play in the league. We just haven't seen it this year, but at least these last two games, I will say again, there's signs of life. It's ready to turn the corner. Let's hope they can break through tomorrow night against the Sharks. All right, last thought before we leave you this morning. Connor McMichael got to play in the top six last night. He's working hard. I like his work ethic. I thought he was where he needed to be on the ice. I feel like at times he has trouble physically battling along the boards. I think he has trouble physically battling in between the dots. It's not that he doesn't want to. It's not that he's shying away at all. I see a lot of great potential in Connor McMichael, but I think that physical maturation, he's still a kid. And I think sometimes we forget that where you don't see the results and you don't see the shots on net. I think he is going to be a very big player for this team. He certainly has the potential to, but he's got to get bigger. And, and I think in the offseason, I think some of the things he's got to be able to battle through, I think it's just physically tougher for him right now at times. And I think we saw that last night in the top six. Yeah, that's a good point. And again, the ice time limited, you know, he played in the top six. He started out in the top six, but ultimately as the night went along and the Capitals were, were trying to mount the comeback, trying to net that elusive game time goal, we didn't see a whole lot of him as the game went deeper along, only two shifts in the third period. So, yeah, it looks good. He was given an opportunity. He starts out in the top six, but as it came down to crunch time, again, those minutes were more limited. And to your point, it's a very good one about his figure and his skill set. His skill set is skill and speed. And as a young man, you know, in his early 20s, having just turned 21 a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he'll continue to grow and add weight and become harder to knock off the puck, et cetera. But uh, you're right. You're playing a big, heavy team like Vegas and some of the other heavyweights that the Capitals have seen of late. Certainly, that is one area. He can't help it. Uh, he'll, he'll continue to improve in that area as he gets bigger and, and matures physically. But it's one that he and the Caps will, will have to navigate through and deal with uh, in the interim. Yeah, just something to keep in mind as we move forward here into the second half. Caps and San Jose Sharks. Tomorrow at 7, it is the last home game of January. Network air on 106.7 The Fan, Caps Radio 24-7 
at 645. Ben, have yourself a great Tuesday, will you? Happy Tuesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cavs! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.